Hello and welcome to the Robert Dow Show podcast. I'm your host, Robert Dow, where we talk about philosophy, basically whatever's going on in our mind today. Um, Usually I tell you guys, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. That's usually the flow. Today I decided to do something that I would not regularly do. And I decided to just put the laptop away. Just flow with you guys and let you know, you know, what's going on in my mind and kind of poke around in yours and see what's up. What do you have going on? Uh, I didn't get many answers about it last week, but what are you dreaming about? What are your aspirations? Uh, what What's keeping you occupied in everyday life? Uh, I just went and picked up a new piece of media from GameStop, the new Resident Evil game. They remade from way back when, when I was younger. And it had me thinking about some of these things that I'm fascinated with and a few topics that I wanted to talk to you about. Maybe they fascinate you too. So I figured I'd bring them up here. Have you been to a dead mall recently? By dead mall, I mean a mall that is dead or dying which means the the business isn't pulling in as much profit as it needs to to stay afloat places where the anchor stores have left the building it's a little bit more decrepit uh, some of these are really bad some of them are just overrun by nature nature's taking over and to me that's a euphemism or a metaphor for a lot more than we give it credit for. I mean, I think I would go as far as to say some of these dead malls are museums of the 2000s and the 2010s, and they're just being turned into it. There's not a lot of merchandise left, but the experience of going through one of these used to be densely populated areas and seeing the liminal space of it. On Reddit, they came up with this weird, like, kind of story theory. And Reddit always has all this weird bunk shit that you, pardon my French, that you don't, it's not, it's like it's not, it doesn't even add up, but you go there just like I follow a couple pages Glitch in the Matrix is one of them, and uh, one of them is our back rooms, and some of these back rooms in the mall, it's these liminal spaces that they say you can go back in, and I don't know if they say like creatures delve around in them, but they talk about how you can get lost in them. You can get lost in the liminal spaces. And I brought up liminal spaces a couple episodes back because I'm fascinated by them. But malls just nail it down as far as uh, liminal spaces. And liminal spaces are, in case you you didn't hear the uh, episode a few weeks ago, I brought up getting liminal space wallpapers. Liminal spaces are usually spaces in between spaces. So you're not at the destination. You're stuck in the loading screen, basically. Kind of like how... 
on those old Windows XP and 98 and Vista computers that they used to have the the green hills with the blue skies and the clouds and you look out at it and you can in a way like Reddit is saying talking about alluding to getting lost in in that you you kind of can on those old things and I don't know if for my younger audience I don't know if you guys grew up with as much of that because they started making I don't know they probably always made wallpapers one of those places where you could just look at it and get lost why would they make that's a very provoking thought why would they make a wallpaper usually in a digital space because you're you're probably looking at files and trying to go through files and you're probably trying to get work done why would they make wallpapers a place where you could get lost that's kind of deep if you think about it what what whose idea was it and maybe that's just my conception of the art and you know art is subjective and wallpapers are art some people use photos of themselves some people use scenery I was walking past one that loaded up on uh, a co-worker's computer the other day and it was a a castle in Spain beautiful castle and uh, just in pretty good shape talk about the uh, the old museums of an old time I mean dead malls don't have shit on that an old castle in Spain like wow on an island just basically deserted somewhere or in a big green pasture just boom this thing erected from another time to to state the the stories that used to be told and the the wars that used to be had and the royalty that came through it's just really interesting so back to the dead malls being the history of the the teens and the uh, the zeros in some of the 90s and some of the 80s and that's the beautiful thing of it it's not really coming up into being much of a topic until now and i think that's what would make this particular episode a special episode a little bit of a time capsule is because we're actually at that realm of the in between the liminal space if you will of losing in space in in store shopping and not losing it. I mean, in the more urban areas and places that you want to go. Me and somebody were talking about this the other day. And this is all just opinion. I don't have facts to back this shit up. I'm just going off about whatever's been on my mind. We were talking about the other day how uh, with these places and with instant gratification, it seems like the more populated areas are getting more populated. And the less populated areas are getting less populated. And I know that's probably because people are less apt to procreate now. And it's more that's more of a topic in higher ends of capitalism than it is down here. Because higher ends of capitalism, they're worried about running out of their workers. But it, it makes me think of the tax system and how it's changed in the U.S. anyway. I know Kenya, you guys are listening, and um, I think I have one other, other nation on the on the podcast listening now every week. And thanks for stopping by. Thanks for 
all of you stopping by. I always consider you my friend just for showing up and uh, popping a like, popping a question, and I always get continuous plays, and I'm continuously blessed for it, so thank you so much. But Dead Malls, something, the emotion that it brings out of me, it's all the best stories are told, and this is subjective, with a little bit of tragedy, and I don't know why that is. Tragedy just makes it sting a little bit. The fall. The fall makes it sting. And I think that's why Dead Malls are such a good story. They're, it's the high end. We took money and we threw it at the temple. And uh, it's reminiscent of that story in the Bible. You may not believe in this stuff. And if you don't, then uh, that's no disrespect to you at all. Because everybody has their thing. If you don't believe in God, uh, you don't believe in a higher power, you don't believe in yourself, you're still welcome at my show. Always. Anybody, any any uh any background whatsoever you're welcome here it reminds me of that story with jesus you know where he gets mad in the temple in the church and uh to he he runs around with the whip and uh i'm i'm trying to be vague so i don't get too specific in there and i also my memory also does fade uh but it reminds me of but that's nature's version of it. It's nature's version of going in the temple. And I guess maybe if we had to take like, let's color a picture. It's an almost nature's version of going in the temple and taking over. Going, It's taking what's its, what belongs to it back. All these man-made things. And this stuff isn't biodegradable. It's either being wrecked and built on top of, or it's left for long periods of time, too, which is crazy if, if you think about it. The budget, the budget's always huge on these huge, huge man-made temples. The, the budget's always in the millions. 3.8 on the low end when they sell it, and it's dead. In the middle, I've heard when it's dying, like 33. And of course, it's all like location, location, location. But we're talking, you, we get, what finance people, you're probably going to, you're probably going to murder me. But f- what, a million at three and a half percent, $40,000 the rest of your life. It's somebody's retirement. You're playing with playing with money you're playing with people's lives the all of the wealth doesn't belong to one person in america because the more the one people get it i think we're taxing them i was thinking about that the other day uh the tax system yeah and and that's a great it's a great way to divide the wealth i know it's not perfect i know that uh nothing is perfect and i don't like to get political that's not me getting political it's just me analyzing the money flow and maybe how money works in America. I'm not going to analyze how they spend it and I'm not going to analyze any, we're not going to get red or blue here. But dead malls are poetic in a way. It's, we had all this money, we built the temple and then the temple comes crashing down. And some of them, the architecture in there is just beautiful. I see resemblances to ancient Egyptian architecture in dead malls 
maybe I'm not the only one drawing those lines, but it's man-made temples, places. Uh, instead of dead pharaohs, we have dead lids shops, you know. <laughs> dead, dead hat shops and dead game shops, dead clothing stores. I see what these people on Reddit could be talking about if you're there in our back rooms or whatever. What they could be talking about how you could go in there and it's like borderline spiritual that you could get lost in a back room. Your mind leaves. I know the mind habitually on the back end they say you have two childhoods you you uh you go through in life and one of them you don't live through because on the back end of your life as you get older you revert back to being a child eventually at some point after 50 this is bad for the guys in the audience after 50 your uh some of the stuff that makes you manly goes down 10 percent every what is it 10 years so by 100 i was told by someone the other day these statistics probably aren't real and I don't want to be too specific because it's nasty but by 100 you have a 100% chance of losing the things that you know make you a man it's all temporary it's all the beauty's fickle eventually nature comes back in and reclaims its temple and uh biblical higher power whatever you whatever you compare that to the human body itself is biodegradable. I don't know what happens to bone after a long time. Calcium, what what happens to it? But dead malls are like a museum for uh, for that time, and it's crazy to see. I saw a before and after picture the other day, and it said 2011 versus 2023. There's people stacked in the street, posing for a picture, posing for a freaking picture. And and uh and just smiling it up and everybody hanging out because they had no better place to be than with each other. Now I can get all of those things that I got then. I just get them at home. I don't like getting out. I mean, I might live not too far from a very urban place, and maybe that's drove it out of me. Maybe it's an age thing. As you get older, mom was like that. Mom didn't, she didn't like getting out. She was a homebody. I've, yeah, she just, she didn't like getting out. She would admit it to you too. It's, it, I know it would give her anxiety sometimes and um, just being on the road, you probably get car sick. There's plenty of reasons to not leave. Parts of the story being just, a lot more solo. You can experience so much from home now. I mean, now even that's why they worry about the movies. The movies are kind of like uh, the the dead malls in a way, and the movies, the theaters in these dead malls. Oh my gosh, what an eerie atmosphere! It's so dark and dank and dirty and dusty, and reminiscent of a different time, pre pre uh, COVID. Oh yeah, I was watching one of these malls. And I saw the most ironic thing. And this guy had to note it. It was two signs. One in the 1970s or 80s when this mall had been erected. 
the sign said, enjoy your smoking, enjoy being with people, have fun, enjoy the shops, just enjoy everything. And then you had a sign from 2020 right next to it, above it, below it. It was right there in eyesight. Stay six feet apart from each other so that you don't spread the disease. And uh, keep your mouth, your nose, your mouth covered. Keep everything covered. Don't run around. We don't we don't want a madhouse on our hands. And it was ironic because it's almost as if the people from that time, and I don't hold any resentment towards it. I, I do think some of the decisions that were made back then, not even being political or... It's hard to be in this generation and for the, this is the, we're being micromanaged by GPS and it sounds bad. It just sounds so bad. It's the, we're being micromanaged by GPS and we're clocking in and clocking out on the minute and we're controlled and no overtime, bad, bad, bad. I, I, I'm not getting too personal, but yeah, I just got cut off of uh, a little bit of that next week myself. I don't know about you. I hope I hope wherever your job is, you're getting pay, paid decently, and I also hope you're making overtime if overtime's on the table, um, or not if that's not your thing. If making time and a half over forty isn't your thing, and you'd rather be at home pursuing your art, your side business, your whatever makes you happy, that's what life's about life fulfillment it's not about progress it's about uh, doing what makes you happy and what glorifies whatever put you here and how you can spread joy and if you do see somebody and you happen to be out and you're not at a dead mall <laughs> go out of your way to be kind to somebody today say something sweet uh, reach within yourself and what I like to do I just be real with people If I'm at a restaurant and I'm getting food or wherever I'm at, I'll have a one-to-one with the cashier and not one that would bother you because I don't like, you can, you can leave a bad aftertaste in someone's mouth by, that's a bad way to articulate that and it sounds wrong. (laughs) Oh God. You can leave a bad aftertaste, not in someone's mouth, but a bad aftertaste in a metaphorical mouth from just being around someone and leaving too much of your nobody wants that vibe if you're going through a lot and you're you're at a job and it's your first day I'll go as far as to say hey everybody's got to learn sometime and uh, I hope you're not working too hard I'll just slide a comment in there I won't have a full conversation about it I mean it's different when you hit it off with someone and you you think you get a feeling when somebody's going to be your friend you just get this feeling I don't know if you guys get this feeling because back home you didn't run into as many people that you didn't know. And uh, I know a lot of people from back home listen to the podcast. Back home is Alabama, in case anybody in the crowd didn't know. I try to stay vague about my personal life, but also remain transparent. And the population's always changing everywhere. I haven't been to the malls back home that I used to go to, but. If you're listening to the show, when's the last time you've been to a mall over there? And anybody, uh, not just people back home, but 
anybody who's listening. If you're out there in California, you're in North Colorado, you're in South uh, <laughs> South parts of Colorado, you're in Mississippi, uh, wherever. Oh, wow. You know what? I was just uh, shouting locations, but they have some pretty good ones in, outside of New York, which is crazy. You think New York, the population of New York is crazy. No, some of those malls are dying. What one I saw was in Detroit. Just out there, just dying. What what happens to some of these places is they they stop development on them. It's not just even the population. They stop development on them. They stop caring for them. They're acquired by people who don't care, and then boom, it's it starts to nature starts to take over a little bit. They don't advance with the times. And then getting with the times was some of the sicknesses of these old museums. Getting with the times actually killed it. There was one I saw from like the 60s or 70s. Extravagant floor plan. And it's beautiful. During the days of people smoking inside. And dressing nice to go to the mall. That's a good thing and a bad thing about nowadays. But it's also a subtle thing. I always give advice to my younger friends if they're trying to get a job. I always tell them to cut their hair. <laughs> and I get I get told I'm the old man. Times were different when you came up. It's like that was just ten or fifteen years ago. It wasn't it wasn't uh the elapse of time is relative and it's happening so quick that it's true. Ten or fifteen years ago it was a different story. You would meet someone different that wouldn't be at home. reasons to leave the house now groceries maybe have a good time having a good time is expensive and labor is cheap items are expensive everything can be expensive that brings me to another topic that i want to talk about after the half something that i'm passionate about not just dead malls but uh information that i'm i feel like if i don't tell you guys that i'm holding Holding it, it should be in your ears. You should get the opportunity to do this. And it's thinking about the future. If you're thinking about the future, I should have a plug to a code somewhere on the show or something and be able to post it. But I, I'm not that technologically savvy. I need to come up with a code or something that you guys can click where you can go to something that I've done and, or something that you could do because, you know... We always need to be thinking about the future. What's, what's, uh, I wouldn't get caught in one of these dead malls though, if I were you. The security and stuff, and I've seen securities on some of them. You don't want the cops, and some of these places are really dangerous. I'm talking squatters, which, uh, in case you didn't know, squatters are homeless people just in there living, just hanging ten. They are around. Homeless people will be in there. You've got some pretty nefarious characters running around in old malls. So you don't want to get caught over there. I might be bringing light to it and talking about it as if it is the museum of our time. And it is. But there are no obvious tickets and lines to get in these places. It's not. It's a museum, but it's a museum in the way of a metaphor and a euphemism. Not in a way that needs to go and put you in danger. But it's about time for the half. 
Have you guys been enjoying the show? If you have, leave a comment. Decided to go off the cuff and talk to you guys about something I'm passionate and uh, what I watch a lot of on YouTube. There's a lot of them. If I, I do implore you, look up Dead Malls on YouTube sometime. They have these nice compilations with pretty sweet lo-fi hip-hop songs. I don't know if you're into lo-fi hip-hop, but lo-fi lo is... Um, it's that slow-paced electronic kind of music, and hip-hop gives it the the boom-pop, boom-pop step, kind of like the rap music of our time. So lo-fi hip-hop's a little bit of those. If those two met and had a baby and led a wonderful life together and decided to retire on the beach, but it's time for the half. I'm done. Be right back. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to the Robert Dow Show podcast. I'm Robert Dow, and thanks for listening. As always, thanks for the break. If you're doing something and strenuous, I encourage you to take a break. Not, this isn't strenuous for me. It's much more natural than it used to be. I'm saying, you know, actually, I would, I would dare say that breaks all the way around are just a way to go. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're doing something and you do it for a long period of time, whatever, take a break. It took me forever to learn that. I just used to just beat my head on the wall until something came out. And maybe you've done that too. If you want to bring that up in a comment, let me know about how maybe taking a break worked for you. The next thing I wanted to talk about was something important because it, it got me on this subject with the dead mall thing. It's the future and how there's a few different avenues you can prepare for it. Younger people, I recommend this. Older people, I recommend this. I think about this stuff all the time. I can't get it out of my head. In 2020, the same thing that killed most of these malls brought about some of these thoughts in my head. So I'm going to tell you the story that kind of goes along with it. I don't tell a lot of people this story. So now it's getting broadcasted to you. So now I'm telling a lot of people this story. When COVID happened... I had the idea, um, I was at work, and I was thinking about freedom. I was thinking about, I was Googling it. I was like, where it is the land of the free and the home of the brave, but it can be misconstrued and misconceived to be the land of the fee and the home of the slave. It can really feel like that sometimes, and I'm not being political. I'm just saying it can feel like if you got up and you didn't go to work for a couple days that you're going to be under. They had a statistic that came out, I think it was in twenty late 2020 or in 2021, where people were talking about the average working man and how that they're just months away from not having the money to pay rent or to live life. And I get that. I've gotten in the rhythm of working for so long, though. I've been doing it for, you know, like 15, 16 years. And I know there's a lot of people who have been doing it much longer than me and a lot of people who have been doing it less long as me. And I, it always comes back to work if you're listening and you're out there in a different nation because we're in capitalist America. I'm not being political. It always comes back to work. Work is a big part of our lives. Sometimes I feel like I spend more time with the people I work with than I do the people at home 
I wonder if you can relate to that. I imagine you can a little bit. Back to thinking about the future. I'm Googling. I'm talking to my boss at the time, and he was not the kindest character. He's not the nicest guy. He was a good teacher, but he just would rub you the wrong way. And that's why a lot of people didn't make it in some of the positions that I made it in at the time, learning a lot of things in my field and just being in the right place at the right time, being able to put up with the right people. Keep your mouth shut at point A and you can make it to point B. That's, I could do that. I could do that and get away with it. I'm Googling on the work computer about, you know, the future and freedom and what am I looking for? And there's many ways to turn your dollar into more dollars. It's, and it's hard. There's no get rich quick scheme here. Every time I explain this to someone, I'm not, I hate money even being a topic. It's just so dirty. It feel it feels dirty to me. I, I want to make it to where I'm saying the right thing, but I'm not putting it in the wrong cadence. But I learned a little bit about investing uh, during COVID. And I talked to mom and I had mom on the phone. I was like, I'm going to put this much money in every airline while it's shut down and just look at it and see what happens. And I learned about dividend investing. This stuff came to me like crazy. I got on YouTube and I was watching Andre Jick is how it started. Andre Jick. If you're, if you know anything about finance, if I have any finance people listening to me, it's kid finance. It's not good. This, these people are they're very trendy. Bitcoin and blah 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 blah. I was lucky that I got out of Bitcoin around the time Elon was on SNL, and we had, I think that was a Super Bowl that night. I don't know. I got out of ETH and Bit then, and decide to have way less than 1%, but according to finance people, 1% of exposure to Bitcoin is enough because it's a very volatile thing. What Bitcoin is, just in case you didn't know, which everybody knows now, (coughs) is it's value stored in an algorithm from my understanding that's being... There's problems being solved by computers and they're producing this money, but there's a limited amount of money so or currency. So since it's producing that, it maintains its value in the way that everything's limited. But with it being an algorithm, people think, oh, it's highly protected and blah, 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 blah. It's on a computer. So I'm immediately inclined to think that it can be hacked. Anything can be hacked. There's no real store of value against that. I just don't want you to be like some of the people in my basic circle who don't listen to me about just thinking about the future. There's easy ways that you can go about it. What I would recommend if you were here with me and you were on the couch with me right now, I was explaining this to you, I would say start off with something like Acorns or something, which that's that app that Ashton Kutcher was backing that does the investing for you. You can actually get on there and fill out your age and based on your risk whether it be moderate or 
whatever you can pick a strong investing portfolio or something that is a little bit more risky something that isn't risky based on your age and you can be putting money back for the future i've always thought about the future when i was young enough to ask my first question i think one of my first questions was what's going to happen tomorrow i don't know what your first first question was but feel free to pop a comment i i never wanted to talk about this so in depth because i feel like money's such a jaded topic but it's immediately linked in with food so and your ability to eat and keep eating if you aren't thinking about the future i really do encourage that you start thinking about it and it's never too late um there's i say this on the podcast when are the two best times to plant a tree 20 years ago and today or I think it might even be more years than that, but 20 years ago and today, if you're not investing part of your paycheck, and I mean more, I don't mean just a 401k. Everybody has a 401k or a company match, and if you don't, that's nice to have. I think that this is more important than that. Being able to being able to have money on the side that you can touch, that you can get to quickly, that's a big thing. A lot of people don't like talking about finance because of the amount they make. Very, I have people very close to me that are very educated that work retail. And they're in my inner circle, people who have great life skills. They're at Publix or at What Up if you're listening, or Michaels or any a department store because department stores are, they took it took over it's it's kind of like when the malls left the dead malls left some of these places the outdoor shopping centers and the more urban areas they still exist and i'm never ever going to bag you for getting a, a job for putting food on the table or any of that I think that once you're willing to do anything, and this is just thoughts, it's just my opinion, it's the Robert Dow Show podcast, and thanks for listening. I I, I hope I'm not getting too preachy right now. It's once you're willing to do anything, then you can go everywhere because it makes you humble. You're always willing to learn. The plasticity in your brain hasn't calcified, and you haven't lost the ability to learn because once you lose the ability to learn, you die. Once you lose the ability to adapt to a problem, you're you're as good as dead. You have to be able to adapt. And if if you can't, I encourage you to pick up a hobby in your own time. You can we can teach ourselves anything. The in the age of the internet now that we're in, with everything on, I'm not dogging you. I'm I'm uh I'm your friend. I'm here I'm here to encourage you to think about the future. Good step. I'm going to go ahead and make it real plain. Download and I'm not being paid by Acorns, by the way. I'm not being paid by any brokerage, but I think everyone should have one on speed dial and take out 5, 10% of your pay. I'm not saying you know, and if you're spread thin, you're spread thin. I get it. I know what it's like to be spread thin. I just wasn't thinking these things in my early 20s. It wasn't in it wasn't even in the scale of things. I didn't. I knew there was a future, so my idea was put money back. And then my argument to me right now would be, 
But Rob, I don't want to put money in the stock market. What if the stock market goes down? And what do people always say? Buy, buy low and sell high. Some people act like the, what do they say on our Wall Street bets? That they think that the stock market is a casino in the middle of a Wendy's or something. Like they just, it's a joke. And to an extent, it is, but it's the easiest way for the common man to get his foot into finance. And instead of just paying companies around you that are just charging ludicrous amounts and constantly getting cheaper and cheaper labor over year and and the inflation, I have, I have a theory about this. I'm I'm not a financial guru. I say it's the same thing as uh, medical practice. If you're listening to me right now, don't listen to don't listen to the stuff I say. It is purely entertainment. It is always purely entertainment. Consult your financial advisor before you do anything. But in the sake of entertainment, what I'm saying is I if it were me, I'd, I, and I'm never going to tell you what to do medically or financially, but if it were me for entertainment purposes, I'd download Acorns and I would just have them on, on the dial and I'd be putting a little bit of money from every check on there. Just a little bit back. And... The financial people always say you can lose money in the stock market, a lot of it, blah, 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 and you can. But having a shot, having a dog in the fight is at least you showed up. I mean, if one of these companies have a radical form of success, you should be able to partake in it. What is one of my buddies, his argument all the time is, well... What if the system fails us? You'll have bigger problems than money by that point. One of my old roommates, he used to say, you know what separates this society from being civilized and uncivilized from just fighting each other? And I go, what? He says a grocery store. He's an older guy. He had cans of soup for days. Non-perishables, stuff like that. He's ready for whatever. He's got guns and food. And he's prepared for whatever. And likes to watch TV. Other than that, I don't think he has any other hobbies. Well, hold on. I take that back. He was into speakers. He's a distant... um, I'm not being too specific here, I think. He's a distant ancestor from the Klepsch family. And the, the Klepsch family are people who made horns. It's weird. They actually could get bass out of horns and it had to do with sound design sound design is crazy I think there's going to be much more technological advances here coming up in the next 10-15 years max that are going to change everyday life already my Spotify AI the artificial intelligence on my Spotify picks better music for me than I pick once they have one of those for every aspect of our lives, it's it's going to change the entire atmosphere. AI working in tandem with humans. But back back to uh, I'm getting distracted. Back to the finance thing. I'm always big on that. Me and mom always were. I told you the story a few podcasts ago. I can't remember which episode where you know we did a little mental visualization with a, a bulletin board. Our, my goal board and put a dollar up there and put some zeros behind it 
you're mentally visualizing that being your thing. And mom, God rest her soul, she always knew that I was going to be good with this stuff. And she put a lot of responsibility on me after for my family because she knew that I'd be with this stuff. And during that conversation with her that I was talking about before the before the half, I told her I was going to do this and I was going to do more research on it. And I found out that it's such a deep topic that capital growth wasn't the only thing happening on the stock market and that the big the big thing they never taught me in school, they never taught me how to do my taxes. What is a school system on for not teaching you more about taxes and tax brackets and how that works? Such a big, huge segment of life. And that's why one of the few things why I'm always bashing, and it does feel like I'm openly bashing the educational system. And I have people who listen to the podcast and people who are close to me in the educational system. And it's, it's tough being a one-size-fits-all program that regurgitates while trying to teach you critical thinking and doesn't really produce critical thinkers all the time either. It fails a lot of people. I think it failed me. No joke. I'm not being negative. I don't want to... I hate when the show gets negative. Finance. Think about the future. Put a little back. Think about your kids. Think about you. Think about the day you get sick. Think about it. Using these avenues, most of the time you can actually find a way to... It's not like a 401k. A 401k is for retirement. This is like investing for right now. You can pull it out at any time. I recommend staying in. It's time in the market versus timing the market. I'm not talking about buying low and selling high. I'm talking about putting that money away and forgetting as if it's even there, but keeping the login. That thing. That's what I'm elaborating on. I'm just so bad at pinpointing points I'm always all over the place because that's just how my mind works but there's going to come a day when you get sick eventually there's going to come a day where all our bodies stop working in general and you want to have money money under the pillow or in the market or both I recommend both this is not financial advice consult your financial advisor for whatever happens because you never know you just never know you never know if Last night, it was crazy. I'm sitting in front of the TV and thinking, sometimes things just creep in your brain. People can be here one instant and be gone the next. Completely gone. I'm blessed to have the ability to be here with you whatever time you're listening to me. I I got texts last night from people listening to the show who have my number. What a blessing to be able to spend time with you right now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and uh, for you to be able to click and for me to be able to uh, word vomit in your ear <laughs> and hope <laughs> and hope that <laughs> that it's entertaining in some way. What a blessing. Gotta love the future a little bit. It can't be everywhere at the same time, but, you know. It's not like 10 and 15 ago. So in that way, we're up. There's a lot of positives about it. <laughs> a lot of positives. Like having a DoorDash membership, you know. If you work DoorDash, my heart goes out to you. Always tip your dasher. 
I always tip everybody, but people in the Reddit circles who don't tip, they're mad at the companies. They're not mad at the people. They want the companies to be paying their people the wages they deserve. They don't want the companies to get out of paying their people. So they're not paying the people, but I find that to be disrespectful. Just give it up. The more you give, the more you receive all the time. If you give more, you get more consistently all the time. And no one's perfect. No one's ever going to get this whole entire thing right. It's just not going to happen. Everybody's got skeletons in their closet. It might be a different color. It might be a different shaped closet. What I'm hoping is those skeletons you have in the closet aren't so far off the deep end that, I mean, because none of us are, whatever your morality is, none of us are in the right all the time. It's just, we're not, we're not perfect. It's not, we're not AI. We're, we might be programmed, but there's flaws in the programming. You're going to wake up late one day. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. It happens. So don't be too hard on yourself. Whatever you're doing, I hope it's not, try to stay away from evil if you can, you know? I think that's the least that we could do as people. But, if you're filming those dead malls out there, you guys are really interesting going out there. and I mean, they're putting their life on the line going out in those places, basically. I mean, that is a dangerous place to be in a dead mall somewhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it's crazy getting walked up on by, you know, God knows what. They're running around in some of those videos, just running around just with their camera, some huge cameras, tripods, great editing. I mean, you can film a movie on your iPhone now. It's only getting better. I might step up in like two or three generations. The more you put it off, the better tech comes out. Same thing with buying a car or anything. The more you put it off, the, the better tech comes out. Delayed gratification. A lot of this investing stuff or saving has a lot to do with delayed gratification. Do you want it now or do you want it later? Do you want a little bit all of the time or do you want all of it now? How far does greed go? How how much uh, how much of the future can you put in your head? Me talking about how you can be here in an instant and be gone, that's a big factor that people count in with a lot of this putting back. Well, I want to enjoy it now. You're not promised forever. You are not promised forever. In moderation, I, I like enjoying things now too. I'm probably going to have sushi for lunch. It's awesome. That's a blessing. Blessing to have, to be able to have raw fish <laughs> wrapped in rice. It's the silver lining is everywhere. If you're stuck somewhere, you're never really stuck. You can always make something better. there's so many people who deal with such bigger problems than what we deal with wherever we are and who can find their way out of it like I think after this I'm going to run out of time I follow this handicapped guy on social media gorgeous wife and when he's going through a mall that isn't dead or a store, people are crying for him and saying, hey, you know, I'm so sorry, and you're such an inspiration for getting out of the house today. And 
he is just blown away because he doesn't think about himself that way. He doesn't think about his life as... So, he's like, why are you sorry for me? Why do you think I'm a hero? I haven't done anything. I'm just here. He's taking on his perceived normal like everybody else is taking on their perceived normal. He's not freaking out about it. He'd rather not be seen like he's a... A, you know, a returning prisoner of war just because he's rolling around the the Walmart or something. It's crazy to see people's perspective like that, that they don't see themselves like that. Not all of them anyway. I know some of them do. Some of them have a hard time. And the, the medical issues stack up. I could not pretend to know what goes on. I always say that if I were taken down to my pinky finger, I'm going to use my pinky finger. You know? But it's tough when all you have is a pinky finger. But given giving someone you know or you don't know the respect of being a regular person when they're going through that stuff because they are just a regular person, giving them the respect like that, I think that goes a long way. I think he was just shocked that people look at him that way. Like I'm a hero for leaving the house. It's crazy. What's what he's like, I didn't do anything. I've I'm just I'm just a regular guy, I'm just like you. I just needed some underwear. <laughs> Nothing crazy. And that goes out to the the guys or girls out in the audience who were trying to, you know, score a date. Nothing was stopping that guy. I'd, I'd actually leave him to be an inspiration in that market. Dating is a completely different game and probably a topic for a different episode. I just wanted to talk about the a little bit about the finance thing. I hate talking about money. I hate it. I hate talking about money. And dead malls, which I'm very passionate about. If you enjoyed the episode, drop a comment. I always enjoy spending time with you. Whatever you're going through, I hope you're thinking about the future within reason. Thanks for showing up at the podcast. I've been your host, Robert Dowd. This is the Robert Dowd Show Podcast. Have a great week. I'm looking forward to spending time with you next week. And Yeah. Thanks. Bye.